Welcome to the Noble Warrior Podcast. Here is your host, Mike Frazier. Hey everybody, Mike here with another episode of Noble Warrior Podcast. We just wanted to thank you for dropping in and spending some time with us and listening to what we have going on the show for today. Yo, yo, what's happening, everybody? Hope you guys are doing good. Hope everyone's been safe, healthy, been growing, been learning, been working on that mindset, been working on those struggles that, um, you know, we face every day and just crushing it. I wanted to talk to you guys today about something that um, was really, really profound with me. In a dream that I had last night, actually, it was a, a vision, and it was pretty bizarre. And at first, it was kind of creepy, and I was like, "Man, ah, I don't know." Then I was thinking, "I don't know if I really want to share this, but I feel like I need to share this because uh, I think it's very relatable to so many different people." Um, and it's kind of creepy. It might be kind of gross, uh, but just hang in there and. Let me fill you in with everything before you just completely shut it off. So stick around to the end because uh, when I start off with it, it's, it's kind of weird and it's kind of creepy. But uh, like I said, uh, it's got some good fruit in it. Um, so first of all, I was sleeping last night and I've been able to dream and having sleep is, has been amazing in my life. I know a lot of you veterans struggle with sleep. Um, that's that's a struggle within itself. That's that's a hurdle within itself. But once you get to a point where um, your mind is clear, you can think, um, you feel a little bit better with certain things in your life. You're in a better position in your life. Sleep is absolutely amazing. It's wonderful, and it helps out a lot. Well, this dream that I had, it was not very vivid with certain aspects. There were certain aspects that were. Um, I guess you would say, well, I can, I can make out a lot of stuff. I was in this location. I didn't really know where it was at. I know I was with people. I don't really know who exactly they were, but I was outside and I was around, you know, this group of people. And then all of a sudden I was getting like these bites. It felt like mosquitoes and everyone knows what mosquitoes are. Everyone's had mosquito bites. Uh, they've had those um, pesky little bites all over the place. Some kind of break out. Some, you know, leave those bumps and they're kind of itchy. Well, in my dream, it wasn't super itchy. It wasn't too terrible, but I could feel it. And it was, I was kind of, I was just kind of feeling them. They were all over like my chest and my head. And so the dream kind of shifts into this uh, other area. I'm in somewhere else. And uh, I started I started feeling these bumps and these bumps in around the area. I could feel these lumps inside of it. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard of butt flies. They're super gross. They're creepy. They're disgusting. I get the heebie-jeebies. You know, I'm, I'm not scared of spiders. I'm not scared of snakes. But things that, like, get inside of your body and burrow is gross. So anyways, in this dream... That's what I felt like. I'm like, oh, that's gross. These got to be those botfly things. I thought they were mosquitoes. Well, I go to kind of like squish one of these bites, kind of like a like a pimple. Again, I, I apologize. It's super gross, but it's got some depth to it. So I squeeze this one out, and this kind of weird little rice kind of type white rice thing kind of comes out, and this is gross, and I'm freaked out. 
it wasn't painful, but I just, I was so disgusted that that was in my body. I, I could feel this in my brain. And uh, I was like, man. And I was sitting there. I instantly started to panic and freak out because I had all these bites. And I knew that all of these bites had all this stuff in it. So I was like, man, I don't want to deal with that. But for some reason, something inside me, like, I've got to get that stuff out because it's going to be creepy. And I've seen the shows and I've seen, you know, the stuff where those bot flies, they grow after so long. So I'm like, man, it was really gross. And I couldn't do anything to just let them, you know, get out. And I know in those, you know, shows that it shows those bot flies, like they have to starve them out. They put salve on it or uh, Vaseline or they put plastic over it to, um, you know, like keep them, not allow them to breathe. I didn't want to wait. So I'm like, I got to get these out. So I started like squeezing all these things out and it was just really gross. Right. So I had this one, it was kind of like down around in my groin area and it felt like it was like deep down, like in my legs. So I was like, ah, so I'm squeezing this thing out and I'm freaking out thinking I'm going to have a hernia in my dream. I was just like, man, this is terrible. So I get it. And this thing's like the size of like a finger when I finally get it out and it was painful and it hurt getting out. But once it got out, I was just like, Ugh, and that was the last one. Then I woke up and I was freaking out. I mean, how could you not? Right. <laughs> oh man. So I was like, that's crazy. I was, it was like three or four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, man, I still need to get back to sleep. I don't want to get the heebie jeebies. And normally if I wake up in the middle of the night, I'll start to pray because I always wind up falling asleep when I pray. That's terrible. But I knew I needed to do that. So I was, you know, I was praying. I was asking, asking God, I'm like, Hey, can you give me any revelation in this dream? What is this dream? Can, can this be interpreted? You know, does this have any importance? Is it just a silly dream that is there, it was way too vivid. So I fell back asleep. And when I fell back asleep, I had another dream where it was a, not really even a dream, but it was just a confirmation of uh, the dream that I had. And basically what I got out of it was uh, the message, starve it out. And like I said, uh, like in the shows before you see the bot flies, where they have to put stuff over the wherever the bot flies are and these things, I've seen them in the head and everything. And it was really creepy and you could see the stuff moving in. And again, I apologize. It's super gross. It's super creepy, but starve it out. You know, you, you cover it up so it can't breathe. You cover it up. So, uh, you know, it can't eat anymore or continue eating or doing whatever it needs to do to survive in there. So it was, it was that and not be comfortable with it in there like that, not be comfortable with those creepy things in there. And it took me back to those, uh, you know, those things in, in my life that are creepy, that are not serving me any type of purpose that I need to starve out. And it's been this past couple months, I've been going through this program and this thought process and this mindset of, you know, one bite at a time and um, little bits at a time to be able to continue to grow. Because sometimes we get stuck in the man that's just so big. Where do I even start? And then you wind up shutting down because you don't know where to start. So this just kind of confirms that 
for me on uh, the message that I was given and the things that I've started to do in my life. And I don't know if you've listened to the last podcast that I did, but I was talking about, you know, a short term, you know, a five day plan of kind of trying to do something a little bit different, get out of your comfort zone and do something a little bit different and change your routine in a few different ways for five days. That's it. You know, and journal it down, jot stuff down, write stuff down. At the end of the day, you know, reflect. And at the end of that five days, kind of see where you're at. And I did that. And it was amazing because there were some days I was on it. Some days I wasn't so much on it, but I was able to complete it and finish it and look back. And I'm like, all right, I need to work on this. I need to work on this and I need to work on this. And you keep hearing all these people doing these, you know, 75 hard, you know, all these big challenges where they're doing like 75 days, you know, 150 days, so many days. And that's great. And that's fantastic. But what about those, you know, those underdogs or those people that are really struggling with other things or struggling with discipline, struggling with, you know, focus, you know, they're busy and they have stuff. They haven't been through like special training through the military. They haven't been through all of this stuff. Not to count you guys out or say that, you know, you haven't done anything exceptional in your life. But that stuff has really jumpstart things in my life. So when I get to a hard point in my life, I revert back to that training when it was really crappy, when it was really sucky. I'm like, oh, I just got to do it. I got to dig in and do it. I have experience in that and I kind of can go back to it. Some people don't have that. So I understand that. And I'm, I'm trying to kind of help create an atmosphere for a mindset to grow into something like that. You start small, one bite at a time. So with these little things that we want to get out of our lives, we've got to starve it out. And that's what this dream really was kind of showing me and telling me. And it's, it's amazing. So I'm going to be chewing on this for a little bit and uh, growing with some more of this in my mindset of, you know, starving it out. And that's exactly kind of like where I was going with, you know, these short little five day plans with this crawl, walk, run method, you know, before you can run, you have to learn how to walk. And before you can walk, you have to learn how to crawl. So through each phase, you start going through things. And just because you get to a point where you can run, you might have to start and crawl again. I'm doing jujitsu right now, and I absolutely love it. Um, I'm a beginner. I'm a white belt. I'm learning. But as I learn these moves and I learn, I learn these techniques, I get I get confident with certain things. But then I go to someone else or I start training with someone else and there, those techniques and all those things that I feel confident in, I'm not. I'm getting crushed. I'm getting destroyed. And I have to start back. The basics. I have to go to the baseline, the foundation, and climb that ladder again and try different things. So just because um, you know you get great at it doesn't mean that it's going to be great all the time. You might have to change some stuff up. And that plays in life. And that plays in you know everything that we do. And for this, these little things that we kind of uh, start to see that we don't want in our lives anymore, you know, how do we get rid of that? You know, we starve it out. You know, how do we starve it out? You know, those little steps at a time, those little things at a time, and actually being aware of it, that you don't want it in there, that's something, you know, that's good. That's from the Spirit. That's from the Holy Spirit for me saying, hey, you know, you need to chill out with, you know, this. You don't, you don't like it. You don't want that in your life. 
let's start working on some of that. Let's start working on, you know, your attitude, your mindset. You know, why are you so cranky? Why are you so bitter about this? You know, why did you need to do that? You know, um, why can't you do this? Why can't you focus on this five-day plan that you started? Why can't you focus on, you know, this fast that you wanted to do that you felt compelled to do? It's those little bitty things. And the more you work on it, the more you'll be able to sustain it. And it's just over and over and over again. So it's just basically I'm learning to have a continual process of, you know, different ways to get out of my comfort zone. Because I'm learning that in a comfort zone, it's nice. It's wonderful to have a comfortable area. It's wonderful to have a wonderful home a comfortable home, you know, an environment to feel good in, to be able to relax, let your guard down and just breathe. Now that's very important. You've got to have that. But when you get in that position and you stay there and you don't do anything because you love that comfort zone, that's where it becomes dangerous. Over a period of time, you'll wind up being complacent. You'll get lazy. You'll start not wanting to do things because it's comfortable. You start letting things go. I know 100% because this is my this is my jam. That's what I do all of the time. And I'm consistently consistent with being inconsistent. <laughs> so um, it's huge. We have to work on that. And we have to drive that into our, our minds and our thought process. And we can't be discouraged and shut down when that stuff happens. We have to recognize that and say, ah, I'm doing that. I got to figure something else out. We get comfortable with people. We get comfortable with environments. We get comfortable with um, situations. We get comfortable with things. We get comfortable with seasons. Um, I know for a fact last year, I had an amazing year and I had a rough year. There were so many good things that happened last year that I was in a zone. I was feeling really good. And there were so many people that were having a rough time, obviously, for for obvious reasons. But, uh, you know, I was just kind of doing my own thing. I stayed to myself for the majority of the time. And, you know, I was able to be outside a lot. Um, Even when I wasn't by myself and I was with other people around anyone else, you know, especially working, um, you know, my home life, it was it was great. It was incredible. And then, you know, I think the weather had to play. It was beautiful. It was sunny. I was able to go outside and be outdoors. You know, I had longer days. You know, it was it was great. And then kind of winter came. And it was cold. It's rainy. No one really wants to be outside. You know, I wanted to move in. My environment changed. And like so many different aspects and so many different excuses came about. And I just kind of got comfortable. And I was loathing in it. And it was, it was great. And I'm not complaining about it in any way, shape, or form. I'm very, very grateful for where I'm at in life, what I've been through. And I'm not complaining about that or anybody that's in my life right now. I am just bringing to the table that, you know, having that comfort zone stopped me from going to these other places and doing these things uh, just because it kind of shut out my mindset. And I was like, no, nah, I'll do that later. And then uh, I'll do that later. And finally, that little I'll do that later kind of grows. And then it grows and then it grows. If you don't stay consistent with those things, 
then all of that stuff that you worked hard for, all of that stuff that you started doing kind of starts to dwindle. So you got to starve it out. That's where it all comes to play. That's where that vision comes to play. We have those little things in there that we want to work on. Starve it out. How do you starve it out? I don't know. You might have something different that I've got going on. I might have something different that you've got going on, but we have to have that mindset. Number one, to get that figured out. You know, try different things. Start journaling. I know it's weird and sometimes it's kind of crappy. A lot of people don't like to do it. I don't like to do it. But I make myself start writing some stuff down sometimes. I wrote my vision that I had down. That way I don't forget it. I'm forgetful. I got all this gray hair. It's it's coming. <laughs> but, uh, you know, start writing some stuff down. Start writing your feelings down. Start getting to a point where you can stop and meditate. Focus on your breathing. Focus on the most basic aspect of life. Breath. Breathing. It's very important. Center yourself. Sounds super hippy dippy. It sounds crazy, you know, but it's very important to be able to do that because if you get to a situation at work, a relationship, school, wherever you're going, to be able to stop and breathe and recenter yourself and bring your emotions to check, <laughs> you're going to have a, a, a more amazing life. You're going to be, um, you're going to be doing good in life. And that creates emotional, um, see what was the word this uh amazing author navy seal brent gleason he talks about it um emotional intelligence that's the word that i'm thinking of emotional intelligence and that's that's huge and a lot of people don't we just want to tend to lash out if we hear something that makes us mad or offends us we just want to lash out and just get back at him and like how dare you talk to me like that and you know i'm just at a point now where, like if, if it costs me my peace i'm not spending it my piece is very valuable to me and I'm saving as much peace as I possibly can. So I'm not just going to hand out my piece to someone else and let them destroy it and just throw it away. I keep that for myself and I grow with it. And that's really helping me out in my life. I don't let all that stuff get to me. I don't let, I mean, sure stuff does, but I don't, I focus now on keeping that piece. That um, emotion intelligence is very important. And it's great for leadership. It's great for the workplace. It's great for environments, uh, relationships, um, families, friends, everything. Um, it's just, it's a greater place to be at. It's tough. It's a tough place to be at where someone makes you mad. Uh, you have to just kind of zip it and walk away or just kind of do whatever. It doesn't mean that you're letting people run over you, but you might need to kind of chill out and let those people kind of have some space for me for a little bit to, you know, maybe figure out what you want to say, uh, maybe figure out what you're going to do, how you're going to respond, don't react, and, you know, work on things that way. But again, starting it out, it's all of those little things that add up, it's one bite at a time. And it's just amazing how more just kind of keeps getting put on a pyramid, and it just, all this information is just growing for me. So, I just wanted to be able to share that with somebody and, you know, hopefully it's relatable to, to you, you know, uh, the, the whole, you know, the weird bug bot fly thing is really creepy and it's disgusting. But at the same time, you know, those creepy and disgusting things that, that we have in there, you know, how much do we have? Who all has it? You know, no one's perfect. No one's clean. You know, everyone's got stuff that they want to get out. 
you know, so, you know, start kind of that painful process of just kind of getting it to the edge and getting it to that point where you can get it out, get it out of you. And it takes, just takes a little bit. You just got to starve it out. So I don't know. Hope it didn't completely gross you out. Um, I hope you got something good out of this. So if you guys uh, did get something out of it, drop a comment. Um, let me know what you think about it. You know, you, you might have heard of something like that or uh, had a situation that you went through that really helped you out. So I would love some feedback. So whatever you guys got, shoot it to me, drop it by. Shoot me an email. Check out the website, www.wearenoblewarriors.com. You can check that out. Uh, or you can follow me on Instagram, Noble Warrior Official, or NSDQ Mike is my personal page. So you guys feel free to reach out, talk, chat, um, share your stories, share your struggles, and I'll be looking forward to hearing from you. So I hope you guys got something great from this. I hope you guys have an awesome night. I hope you guys had a great weekend. And you know, as always, you know, go out there and crush it. You guys take care. Stay safe. God bless. Later.